You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Blessings by Grace Radio. Tonight is Thursday, May 31st, 2018. The time is 9.32 p.m. We're in the Apple Valley Studio with Critical Acclaim. Pastor, Overseer, Bishop, founder of the Greater All Nations, Pentecost Church of Jesus Christ, Dr. Alfred Moore. Tonight is our weekly Food for the Soul Bible study session with Dr. Moore. He will be praying for you as he is preaching the mighty word of God tonight. He will be telling you what thus says the Lord. He will be spiritually feeding you. Every Thursday we come on this air, we spiritually feed you. We give you the unadulterated gospel, the truth, and nothing but the truth. He doesn't sugarcoat, shake, fake, and bake nothing. He tells it like God intended for it to be, and he will never alter or make the Bible fit for him. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been plenty of places, and people have changed the Bible, made it fit for them. But when it comes to Dr. Moore, he gives it to you raw and uncut. He tells it to you like God tells it to him. He doesn't alter it to benefit him. No, oh, no. He doesn't tell you one thing because that's what he thinks you want to hear. He's going to tell you what thus saith the Lord and what the Bible is really about. That's why it's important that you and radio listeners keep on listening and you share but you get your Bible so you can study, study, study these lessons. When you talked about the five foolish and the five wise, come on now, somebody. It was five foolish and five wise. Five of them was prepared for the bridegroom and they had their oils ready. The other five didn't. And that's just like today. You have the, you have the just and the unjust. Sinners and the saved. Well, the, well, the saved is all ready to go back to heaven. They fighting every day in that battle. They say, say, five, the just. They, they're believers, but then you have the unjust and the sinners who, if God came back right now, they don't know that they're going to be scratching their head like, hey, no, you didn't came back too quick for me. I wasn't ready. But every day, God wakes you up. He's giving you that chance, radio listeners, to be ready. 
God said, don't get ready, be ready. Every day you wake up is another chance to give God your life, to give him the praise. You have to do that. Can't, Dr. Moore can't pump and prime you. I sure can't pump and prime you. You have your own pastor at your own church. We can tell you about the goodness of the Lord. We can tell you what does stand for the Lord. Like Acts in 2 and 38, where it talks about repent and be ye baptized and seek the gift of the Holy Ghost. We can tell you the goodness of the Lord, but it is your choice. You have the divine right to decide what you want to do. Can't nobody force you. We can't pump and prime you. That's you. You have the God-given right. But here's the thing. God is everything. He's a ball of energy. He is life. God, God is everything. When, you, when you're really thirsty, God will give you what God will quench your thirst. You will never be thirsty no more. He will give you sustenance. You will never be hungry anymore because God is life. He is energy. He's everything that we want, need, and more. He changes not. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. And in the future, God will be the same. He always shows himself to man every day that he wakes you up. He's showing himself to you. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to get spiritually fed. Let's get ready to learn and have an understanding of God's unmerited favor. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Dr. Bishop Alphamore. God bless everybody. God bless. God bless you in Radio Land tonight. Amen. And thank the Lord. Amen. For my announcement tonight, praise the Lord. Bring you that small little sermonette tonight. Amen. We love the Lord for us tonight. Praise the Lord. Witnessing for Jesus. Tonight, amen, is Thursday night. Amen. As my announcement said, we come to bring you food for a thought, food for your soul tonight. You, amen, um, that has been listening in, praise the Lord, we are going to pick up where we left off last weekend. It is very interesting, amen, as we talk about this subject tonight. And I pray, amen, that you have your spiritual ears on tonight, amen, that and your uh, spiritual eyes open, amen, that you can hear, amen, the word of God. We're going right to the word of God tonight, and we come in from Matthews again, amen, chapter 25, and I'll read to a few of the following verses, amen, as we go further into the word of God. Matthew, chapter 25, verse 1 says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forward to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They were foolish, took their lamps, and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their lamps, in their vessels, with their lamps. And while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all these virgins arose, and they trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready, they went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Bringing your attention, amen, tonight to this beautiful parable tonight that Jesus is speaking to us about the ten wise and the ten foolish. In the beginning, amen, as we stated, amen, they all had their lamps. They all had oil in their lamps. God gave them equal chance, amen, as they started out. They all had lamps, and they had oil in their lamps. And the Lord, amen, began to tell them, as they went on their way, kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto these ten virgins. 
which took their lamps and went forward to meet the bridegroom. This can be very easy speaking amen to the church today. And let us know today, amen, that these ten virgins represent the church or can represent the Jewish nation. The five foolish virgins had failed to prepare for the bridegroom to come. Skipping on to where we are, amen, trying to pick up from last week. These five foolish virgins, they, they, they failed to prepare for the bridegroom to come. I know, amen, that ought to open up some of your spiritual eyes today that you that is reading the word of God, some of you are failing or have failed to prepare for the bridegroom. The voice of the Lord talking to you every day. But you still, amen, don't want to turn from the way that you are living. They fail. The foolish said unto the wise, give us of your oil. Our laps are going out. Don't let your lamp go out tonight. But the wise answered, saying, Not so. Lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. These verses leave no doubt that this parable is revealing an end time event. We're living in an end time event. We're living in the last days. And this problem is illustrating to us, amen, that we are living in the last day. An event for which some has failed to make preparation. When I read this, amen, my heart bleeds, amen, because, amen, as we look at the high rise, all over, amen, we can see that some has failed to meet salvation. They are not prepared to meet their God. The story clearly parallels the catching away of the church for the marriage supper. We know it, amen, as the word of God tells us, amen, in Thessalonians, amen, they're going to be a snatching away. And amen, we know it, amen, the word rapture come in. We don't know the hour, amen, when the snatching is coming. But Jesus said, be ye ready. He didn't say get ready. He's talking to the church now, be ye ready. Be ready, because we know not the hour or the minute when the Son of Man shall come. Are you unprepared tonight? If you are unprepared, as you hear my voice tonight, I'm going to say you can't get prepared. You can't get prepared. They're going to be a catching away, amen. For the marriage supper of the Lamb. The church is getting ready, amen, is to go to the supper. The marriage supper of the Lamb, amen, which will be placed in heaven during the same time as the great tribulation earth is on earth. The church, the body of Jesus Christ. I'm talking about the whole body of Jesus Christ. The church is the body of Jesus Christ. They're going to be caught up to heaven and will and, and, and will escape the wrath of God that will be poured out on earth during that seven-year uh, period of tribulation, Revelation 4 and 1, 1 Thessalonians 4, 16 and 17. God's going to pour out his wrath on the children of disobedience. But the church, amen, is getting ready to be taken out of here. Are you prepared if Jesus would come this moment, if he would come this instant, right now? Are your soul prepared to meet Jesus? Those five foolish started out with the five wise. And there was something in this world attracted their attention that they thought, amen, they was not supposed to be as stable as the five wise. They could slumber and they could sleep and they could do what they want to and they thought amen that Jesus was not going to come 
See, we don't know the hour of the minute when our breath is going to leave us. Amen. They they thought, amen, that they were going to have time, amen, is to get some more oil. It's very important, Christians, is to have oil in your vessel. We as believers cannot give you any of our oil, amen, because, amen, there is not enough oil for you and I together. Amen. Every believer, amen, on this side, since Jesus has not come yet, amen, you must have oil in your vessels. It is evidence, amen, from verse 10 that half of these, those that waited for the bridegroom, they was not prepared at the time of his appearance. Oh, amen. Can you look through the eyes of the Lord tonight, amen, and look at the uh, uh, land tonight, amen, and look at the world tonight, and amen. Half of the world, amen, is not prepared. They're not prepared. They're not prepared to meet the Lord. And remember, Jesus said he's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to eternal life. It's a hurting thing to see, amen, the world ignoring the Lord like there is no God. Or they're laughing, amen. Scoffers shall come in the last days, amen. Say, where is the promise of his coming? They are making light of the Lord, but Jesus is coming. Therefore, they was not recognized as the guests of the marriage supper. Oh, praise the Lord. Many, amen, they are not going to be recognized as the guests of the marriage supper. When they they get ready to go to the supper of the Lord, they're not going to recognize them. What happens? Somebody, amen, they're going to be changed. Not in a good way, but a bad way. And they're not going to be recognized at the marriage supper. And then as they entered in, he said, afterward came also the other virgins, talking about the others now, talking about the uh, five foolish. They came, the five foolish came, and they were saying, Lord, they recognized him as he was their Lord, or, or he was the ruler of their life. They said, Lord, Lord, open to us. We want to come into the marriage supper also. But he, the Lord himself, he asked him and said, Truly I say unto you, I know you not. I don't know you. See, you can deviate a little while, amen, and miss the mark. He said, I don't know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man is going to come. Matthew twenty-five eleven to thirteen. You don't know the day. You don't know the hour. You can make your plans, Amen, and and, and you can say what you're going to do, Amen. But James say you say if it's the Lord's will, I will do this tomorrow. I will do that tomorrow. But we don't got so aggravated now. We don't got so prompt now. We gonna say we gonna do this tomorrow. You don't know the day and the minute when the Lord's going to come. It is significant that the bridegroom says, I knew you not, rather than I never knew you. As it is stated, amen, on another occasion, I knew you not. Oh, praise the Lord. They had hope. And they lied, amen, that the Lord would recognize them. But he, he says, I don't know you because you weren't prepared to meet me. I gave you sufficient oil. When you started out, I gave you sufficient oil. If you would have done what I said, then, amen, I could have recognized you, but you didn't do what I told you to do. Verse 12 seemed to imply that he had knew them once at a time. However, he did not recognize them as a guest for the marriage. 
You see, when you come to the marriage supper of the Lamb, if you don't have your wedding garment on, if you don't have his wedding, the garment, amen, that he give you, amen, God can't recognize you. He said, because they was unprepared. They was unprepared. Oh, Amos said, be prepared to meet thou God. Amen. Now, don't be an unprepared people, amen, living in this modern day and time now, praise the Lord, and got a chance, amen, to go back for Jesus and don't go back with it. Don't be uh, unprepared people. The problem being they had no oil. They had no oil. They didn't have no oil in their vessels. The pepper, amen, represents the source of their life. The amen, if you don't have no oil in your vessel tonight, amen, you don't have no light in your life. And Jesus under the cloud, amen, after he left, he said, amen, Ye are the light of the world, a city that sits up on a hill and cannot be hid. You ought to have a light in your life that men may see your good works and turn and glorify your Father which is in heaven. If you got Jesus in your life tonight, can men see that light in your life? Are you living to... The expectation, amen, that you got a, a light that is illuminating all over you, amen. People know that you don't do the things, amen, that the world do, amen. And you got a light in your life. They had no oil. They had no oil. This seemed to be a major problem. Until we do something some spiritual investigation in this matter, then we are find it to be a problem of a major consequence. Your lamp must be burning. I feel, amen, the Lord is talking to many thousands tonight, amen. Your lamp must be burning. We don't know the hour when the Son of Man is going to come, but your lamp must be burning. If you you are walking in spiritually darkness. And remember, all this earthly thing is temporary. We're not going to take any of this with us here. Your lamp must be burning. While these scriptures refer carefully, man, for they laid a foundation that would give us a better understanding of parable. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. God sees the spirit of man as a candle. God sees a light in man. If you got oil in your vessel, there is a light in you. And that light, amen, it touches all the inward parts of the belly. All the inward parts of your belly, amen. That light goes down in your belly. And that is the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Go down in your belly and search out all sin. Proverbs 20 and 27. You'll, you'll let that light continue to shine. Account. Amen. I don't care, amen, how dark it is. If that, if you got a candle, amen, and that one little light is sparkling, amen, you can see it from a long way, though, because it is illuminating the darkness. Uh, which, which says it is a lamp. It is a lamp of the Lord. It is a lamp of the Lord. And today we would say it in this way, the spirit of man is the light bulb which God used to enlighten man and to bring him out of spiritual darkness. Amen. If you are walking in darkness tonight, let the Lord bring you out of darkness. There's a lot of things it's enticing in this world, and it looks good. 
and men and, and women is being influenced about it, but you are walking in spiritual darkness. Come out from among them and be ye separated, says the Lord. And I'll be your God, and you shall be my children. But men, men, they rather darkness than the light. Men rather to do wrong than to do right. The fire foolish and the fire wise. Today we today we would say it. Amen. This thing to be indicated uh, of the rebirth of human spirit. When you're born again, amen, you, you get the spiritual light of Jesus Christ. When you're born again, amen, your life changes. Do you have any oil in your vessels as you're traveling this way right now? Do you have any oil in your vessels? I have come to experience, amen, when your oil is leaking out, you're not interested in church as you should be. When your oil is leaking out, amen, you're not interested in standing before the Lord praying. When your oil is leaking out, amen, you're not interested in fellowshipping with the saints of God. Your spirit want to go to another type of level. But amen, that let me know your oil is leaking out. You're not satisfied with what Jesus is giving. You want to try to find something is to please this old flesh. Your oil is leaking out. The light of righteousness rejoices. The light of righteousness rejoices. Amen. At this hour and time, amen, that I'm living in right now, I'm excited because I am looking for Jesus as a come. I'm rejoicing. Out of all the trials and tribulations and all the things that are coming upon this earth, my spirit is rejoicing because the life of the righteous rejoice. But the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Proverbs 13 and 9, the lamp of the wicked is not going to parade, amen, all uh, as it is done, amen. The lamp of the wicked is not going to show out always, praise the Lord. The lamp of the wicked is going to be put out because, amen, they lose and they all out. Oil is a very precious commodity. Amen. You can't run many machines without some type of oil in it. Don't it assume they may be tore up or burned up. You got to keep the Holy Ghost oil. That is, when I say that, you got to keep the Spirit of the Lord living within you. Amen, which is your life. When the bridegroom comes, the lamp of the five foolish virgins, they had gone out. When the bridegroom come, when he came, when the, when the bridegroom came, amen, the, the five foolish lamp had went out. It went out. They were walking in spiritually darkness. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. The following scripture gives us a strong indication of the reason why their lamp had gone out. He said, all things were made by him, and without him were not anything made that were made. All things were made by Jesus Christ. And without him was not anything made that were made. You find that in St. John chapter 1, 3, and 4. In him, in Jesus was life, and the life was the light of man. In Jesus was life, and the light was the life of man. If you want to live, amen, you better put on Jesus. Jesus says unto them, yet a little while is the light you see. Walk while ye have the light, lest darkness will come upon you. 
For he that walketh in darkness knoweth not whether he goeth. If you're walking in darkness, that means you're walking in spiritual darkness, and you don't know where you're going. You have to walk in the light, and Jesus is that light. While you have the light, believe in the light, that you may be the cure in our light. Believe in that life. Believe in Jesus. Why you have it, believe in him. The five foolish, they lost their oil, but the five wise, they, they had oil in their vessels. Their lamp, their little light continued to shine. The race is not given to the strong, another battle to the swift, but he that endures until the end, the same shall be saved. You've got to hold out to the end. Let your light shine, children. Jesus Christ was a true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. St. John 1 and 9, these scriptures help us to better understand the statement in Proverbs 13 and 9, the lamp of the wicked shall be put out. Yes, amen, the lamp of the wicked is going to be put out. Fret not thou tell because of evil doers, because they will soon be cut off. Hold on to Jesus. The wicked will not prosper always. God's going to put a stop to it. The book of Amos, amen, and Jeremiah, both amen, refers to Israel as a virgin. Hear ye this word which I speak. I take up against you even a lamentation, O house of Israel. The virgin of Israel is fallen. She shall no more rise. She is forsaken upon her land. There is none to raise her up. She done failed. She done failed. What she did, she done backslid it. She done turned away from her God. Her lamp is going out because she done turned away from her God. For thus says the Lord unto the house of Israel, Seek ye me, and ye shall and ye shall live. Amos chapter five, verse one, two, and four. The Lord Amen wanted to reinstate that light back into Israel. But as a nation, Amen, Israel have not found that light yet. As many Jewish people, yes, they done found that light. They recognize the Messiah, and they recognize that Jesus is the Messiah. But as a nation, they have not really found it yet. It's still walking in spiritual darkness. Again, I will build thee, and thou shalt be built, O virgin of Israel. Thou shalt be adorned. With the tamarines and shall go forth in the dance of them that make merry. Amen. As Saint Israel, you're not shouting no more. You're not praising the Lord. You're not adoring the Lord. You're not acknowledging the Lord no more. You're not dancing for the Lord. What's wrong with you? They don't have no light. And when you don't have no light, you don't have no reason to rejoice. Set thee, set thee up. <clears throat> the way marks, make thee high heat. Set thine heart towards the highways. Even the way which thou wentest, turn again. O virgin of Israel, turn again to thee, the cities. Amen. Jeremiah 31. 4 through 21, amen, God is asking for the cities. He's not just asking for one to turn, but he's asking, amen, for the cities. Cities, nation, turn to me. Turn to me. There is no doubt, amen, that these prophetic scriptures, amen, are referring to Israel as the virgin. Satan, amen, that the virgin has failed. From these verses, amen, it's seen, obviously, amen, that the five foolish virgins, amen, could represent the Jewish peoples. 
as well as Gentiles, amen, who has not received Christ as as their Messiah or as the true light. There is both, amen. Jews in this dispensation of time that we're living in now, amen, they have not recognized that Jesus Christ is their Messiah. All Gentiles don't know who Jesus is. But God gave them all lamps, gave them all virgins, and he gave them a sufficient amount of oil to go and to occupy until he comes. Proverbs gives us another clue as to why their lamps has gone out. Their lamps has gone out. Are you living a life and a life tonight, Amen? And you don't have no you know life in your life. Are your lamps gone out? Do you have any oil in your lamp tonight? Listen, for the commandment is a lamp unto the Jews. The commandment. The commandment that God, amen, written with his fingers, amen, was a commandment. It was a lamp to the Jews. And the law, amen, is a a light. And reproof of instruction are the way of life, Proverbs 6 and 23. They believed in that, amen, with their whole heart. If they kept the commandment, it was a light to them. And the law, amen, was a lamp, a light. What a revealing statement, amen. The commandment is a lamp, and the law is a light. To the Jews, the law was their light. But when Jesus fulfilled the law, it passed away, and their lamp went out because they didn't believe in the true light, amen, that coming to shine into the world. Their light, their lamp went out, their light went out. Both David and John made a revealing statement concerning this matter. For thou will light my candle. The Lord my God will enlighten my darkness. In Psalms 18 and Amen 20, God, Amen, will light my candle again. My lamp is not going to be out forever, Amen. He said, God will light my candle. Oh, Amen, if you are some of the foolish. Foolish tonight, ask the Lord to relight your calendar. Put you back on the right road. Some of you pick up crap on and say, you know, I, I know I'm not living right. And I know I'm supposed to be obeying the Lord. Quit doing that because you don't know the day of the hour when the Son of Man is going to come after you. And let me tell you, there is no repentance in hell. There is no repentance after you leave this world here. As some, amen, teacher, there is no repentance in the grave, and there is nobody can repent for you on this side. If you didn't repent for yourself, woe unto you. Jesus told the Jews, repent or perish. It's never to you tonight. For the law was given by Moses. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. St. John 1, 17. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. A new revelation comes to us through Jesus Christ. A new lifetime to us through Jesus Christ. The revelation of the new covenant, or the new agreement that, amen, they made, came by Jesus Christ. If the commandment was a lamp, and they all had lamps, it is clear from the combined information from several previous scriptures that the lamp represented the human spirit, enlightened man, the human spirit. It enlightens man. It is God's spirit that bears witness with our spirit. It is God's spirit that bears witness with our spirit that gives us the light of salvation. 
Amen. You know when Jesus will come into you, amen, it makes a change. Amen. You don't walk in the same old pathway you were done before you met Jesus when Jesus comes. You are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things now have become to be new. Do you have oil in your vessels? Jesus came to fulfill. He didn't come to destroy, amen, but Jesus came to fulfill. Jesus, Jesus himself said that he did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. Matthew chapter 5, 17 through 18. Jesus had indeed fulfilled the law to the letter. Nobody couldn't do it but Jesus. And it passed away as Paul revealed in Romans chapter 10. He said, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believes. Jesus fulfilled the law. He didn't destroy it, but he completed it. But the law was no more than just the Ten Commandments. We don't keep the letter of the law today. We keep the spirit of the law. Paul says, for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Galatians 5 and 14. All the law on on love thou neighbor as thyself. You got oil in your vessel? Do you love do you love your neighbors as you love your own self? Every creed, every race, every nationality, can you love them as you love yourself? If you're sure you don't have anything hiding down off in you, because the true light of the gospel is going to shine down off in your belly and search everything out that's not like Jesus. Are you for sure you don't have anything hiding in you? Because the light's going to find it. If we love our neighbors, we wouldn't steal from him. And if we love him, we certainly wouldn't kill him. So righteous people, they don't need the law except to show what is sin. The law, amen, was to bring to man knowledge what sin was. He didn't know what sin was until, amen, the law. Spiritually dead can't keep the law. Spiritually dead men and spiritually dead women, they can't keep the law. The letter of the law, amen, kill it. But the Spirit gives life. The letter killeth. The letter is here, amen. But until you understand it, until the Lord reveals the scripture to you, amen, the letter killeth. But the Spirit gives you life. The Spirit calls you to live and calls your light to shine. They left. They went out. When Jesus came, Israel generally spake, he closed their eyes to him and his redemption work. They refused to believe he was the Messiah since the law was the source of their life. When Jesus came, amen, they refused, they rejected him. They didn't want to honor him. They didn't want to recognize him. So their life went out. If you don't accept Jesus Christ tonight as your Savior, and he can't be your life, amen, you are just like them, amen. You don't refuse to recognize him. He is our life. He was the Messiah. Since the law was the source of their life, when it passed away, their life was put out. They didn't have nothing to look to. No wonder they did everything under the sun that they wanted to look to, amen, because they didn't have no guidance. 
We must let the Holy Spirit guide us. Jesus stated in John Gospel that he was the light of the world. St. John 8 and 12. It's seen clear from the scripture that the Jews had no light because they rejected the Messiah who is the source of all spiritual life. This is the contrast typifying by the five foolish virgins who left has gone out. The five virgins represent those who recognized Christ as their lamp and received him as their savior. The oil represents eternal salvation, which is the source of spiritual life in the rebirth of human beings. The oil, amen, represents eternal salvation. You got oil in you, you can live. But without the oil of the Holy Ghost, you can't live. In John 3 and 3, Jesus says to Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In this parable, even though all of the virgins, they were friends, all the bridegroom, the problem had received an invitation. They didn't all qualify as a guest for the marriage. When the bridegroom came, it symbolized and revealed to me that it was because their relationship with God was not maintained through his son after the law had passed away. After the law had passed away, they dishonored. They dishonored him. So their light went out. That was the Jews, amen. But think of the Gentiles, amen, that is dishonoring him right now. Spiritual darkness. You don't have no oil in your life. Christ is became of no effect unto you. Whosoever you are are justified by the law. You are fallen from grace. Amen. If you are justified trying to live under the law, amen, you don't fail from grace. You, Amen. We don't live under the law anymore. We are under grace and truth. It is true that there are many Jewish people who has received Christ and have the light of life. However, the majority of the nation of Israel will go through the seven year of tribulation. The scripture states, amen, that a remnant shall be saved. Esau also cried concerning Israel. Through the number of the children of Israel, they be as the sands of the sea. A remnant shall be saved. Romans 9 and 27. A remnant of them going to be saved. Israel ignored God's righteousness. And I want to say tonight, amen, Gentile, you as well, if you ignore God's righteousness, you won't be able to go to the marriage supper. Paul says in Romans, brother, in my heart, desire and pray to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Paul, amen, had a strong urge and a deal. He, amen, he wanted Israel to be saved. But he know except they would turn back to him and acknowledge him as their Messiah, they wouldn't be saved. God has allowed some things to happen to us, amen, on this human body. For us sometimes to say yes to his will. And even, amen, as 
we go through so much trouble, uh, suffering in this human body, there is going to be many still will not recognize him and say yes to his will. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. They love the Lord, but not according to the knowledge of the Lord. And they thought that they knew who God was, but they, they made a mistake. They didn't know who he was. They said, we are the children of Abraham. But in the Bible, let us know, if you were the children of Abraham, you would have obeyed. You would have been obedient. Because Abraham believed in God. But you didn't. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness, they didn't know God's righteousness. And going about to establish their own righteousness. Listen, we got too much going on today, man. People don't know God's righteousness, and they're going about establishing their own righteousness, their own salvation, their own way, amen, of living, trying to please, something. But you can't please God in your own righteousness. You have to have the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. The Jews, amen, Romans 10, 1 and 3, they had not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. To bring righteousness into the earth, God sent his son as a seed of righteousness. God's righteousness was imparted unto us because of our faith in Jesus Christ. And his sacrifice that, amen, he uh, 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 put on Calvary, amen, our faith comes to his substitution, sacrifice, amen. When Jesus died on Calvary, we believe that he was the son of God. But if we would not submit to God's righteousness, they just still wouldn't refuse. I mean, they refuse to submit to God's righteousness. The five foolish and the five wise in this end time prophecy. This statement should prove enough, amen, that Christ put on an end to the law for righteousness. In this dispensation, you must be born again to obtain eternal salvation. In this dispensation that we live in in the church age, Amen, that we're living in right now, you must be born again. To obtain, amen, eternal salvation, you got to be born again. That is born of the flesh is of the flesh. But that is born of the spirit is of the spirit. Jesus told Nicodemus, a man must be born again. Hallelujah. Pure oil. Amen. They had pure oil for their lamps. So once again, amen, the lamps of the five foolish virgins, it was burning before the bridegroom came. But when he arrived, their lamps had gone out. It was burning before the amen bridegroom come, but when he came, their lamps had went out. In the final analysis, the lamp represented the human spirit. For it is the lamp of the Lord, Proverbs 20 and 27. Oil is the source of the light and represents the work of the Holy Spirit to bring salvation and light to the human spirit. By the new birth, God give us spiritual insight into this matter. Amen. In the, even in the book of Exodus. He said, and thou, and thou shalt command the children of Israel that they shall bring pure olive oil beaten for the light to cause the lamp to be burnt away. Thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring the pure olive oil beaten for the light to call the lamp to burn away. Exodus chapter 27 and 20. This was a, a 
perpetual, perpetual flame, flame. A flame, amen, that would burn always. Or a light, amen, that was to burn continuously in the tabernacle. It was, amen, uh, to fuel by oil from pure olive oil that were beaten and crushed. Amen, that it could get the finest out of it. It, it, it. it had to be beaten and crushed. This was a perfect parallel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen, being beaten and crushed for our sin to bring us salvation. He was beaten and he was crushed for our sin is to bring us salvation. Their left was to burn continuously in the tabernacle to represent eternal salvation which came through the stripes and the bruises and the blood of Jesus. Jesus was beaten for our salvation. Our lapse ought to continue is to burn. Let your light shine tonight. The bridegroom is a problem seen to foreshadow Jesus' coming for the church. Those who reject his righteousness has no light of salvation. Jesus is the only word said, you must be born again. Jesus said that, and he's talking to every believer. You must be born again. He didn't die in Jerusalem. He came out of Jerusalem. So the amen, they couldn't accuse him, amen, saying that he died just for the Jews. He came out of Jerusalem, amen, and said, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. There are many born-again Jews, Jewish peoples, amen, who have the light of life and are looking for Christ to appear for his church. Amen. We're living in the church dispensation of time now, and I'm looking for Jesus to come. Are you ready? Amen. Are your lamp burning tonight? And that is to say, are you obedient? Are you obedient to the word of God tonight? Keep your lamp burning. The instruction, amen, that Jesus gave, amen, in Luke 12, 35, and 46, seemed to be for those who are not prepared when the rapture takes place, but uh, saved during the last three and one-half years of the tribulation. Those saved in the first three and a half years seem to be raptured right after the middle tribulation. Let your line be girdled about and your light lamp burning. God bless you. This is Dr. Martin Knight, amen. Coming to you, amen, about the fine wines and the fine foodies. Let your light shine tonight. Amen. That men may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. If you don't have no oil in your vessel, you ain't going back with Jesus. Young men, young women, you must live this thing. Keep some oil in your vessel. If any man among you seem to be religious and cannot brawl his tongue, his religion is in vain. Come on. Get on to salvation. This is Dr. Moore, amen, saying, God bless you tonight. Amen. Keep praying for me that I may bring the word of God, amen. And I pray somebody's eyes may be open. God bless you into the hands of my counsel. Now, that was amazing coming from Dr. Moore. Oh, my wow. That was fantastic. Fantastic. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Messages like that only come once in a lifetime. If you're Radio Land, please take heed to the message because a message like that only comes once in a lifetime. We love you. We love you. We love you. May God speak and God bless. We will be here next week. We want you to know this. We love you. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. You know it's going to be a good day when your biggest concern in the morning is collecting the crumbs falling from the McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit. Your only concern should be, has your day peaked too early? 
Enjoy every last crumb of the new McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit for only $3. And any size soft drink for just a dollar. And you get your day started on a high note. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Join Planet Fitness now through March 16th and get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment in $22.99 a month. You'll enjoy an upgraded experience with tons of perks. Like access to more than 2,000 locations worldwide? Yep. Super soothing hydro massage chairs? Yes. Can I bring a friend every time? Sure. Can my friend be a horse? Mm, nay. Uh, sorry. Get the PF Black Card and feel fit-tacular. Zero enrollment, $22.99 a month. Deal ends March 16th. See Club for details. 